This is episode 76 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. Thanks for making us part of your morning routine. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Well, that's lost forever. Well, maybe you thought you lost something for good once, but then, then at long last, you found it. So we're wondering about that. What's a story that comes to mind the longest you ever went before you found something you thought was lost for good? Time is an interesting thing when you say, how long have you lost something? Because sometimes you could say years and years and years. Other times, if you just said minutes and you're like, well, the minutes thing, that can't be as bad as losing something for several years. And that could be in many cases. But when that first thing that came to my mind instantly, and it takes me back uh, almost to the dramatic fear, when I say lost a child, my firstborn. Yeah. Ah, it doesn't take you very long before you go into to panic mode. And I'll never forget it. It was on a Memorial Day weekend and it was pouring rain. So we were not going to go to the swimming pool on this Memorial Day because it was pouring. So we went to a fast food location that we thought we'd have some daddy daughter time and have, you know, a little snack, uh, something to do indoors because it was pouring rain. So. We get in line and the place is packed. I mean, people just everywhere. It's not one of those things where just a few people are in this fast food place. There was lots of people there. And so we were waiting in line, probably four or five different lines. And we were way back. And then all of a sudden, my daughter, Laura, says, hey, daddy, can I go play on the little playground area indoors, but in the next room, you know, glass and everything? I'm like, well, sure, go ahead. She's at the age where she had never been up into the she's only gone. She was tiny and she would just jump on this little thing and stay down at almost ground level. That's the only thing she'd ever done before. Uh, and so that's all I was used to. So I waited in line, got the food. Now it's time to go into the play area and find my daughter and then we'll sit down at a table. Well, I look around and again. The place is packed, absolutely packed. And I'm looking for Laura, looking for Laura, looking for Laura. <sighs> And I can't find her. And I can't. And and now you go into parent panic mode. And now I'm looking outside because it's all there's glass around. So oh, I'm thinking, goodness. oh, right. the place is packed. Maybe yeah. somebody grabbed her. So I'm looking around and I'm looking around. And I'm trying not to be overly panicked, but boy, I am. Mm. Inside, I, I just can't. I'm looking everywhere in the parking lot to see if I see anybody carrying my little girl. And I'm looking around, looking around. And finally, a guy who was in line with me with food next to me came up to me, tapped me on the shoulder, and he says, are you looking for your daughter? And I said, yes. And he pointed up. He pointed up, still in the play area, but it was one of those things where they had those climbing up into the thing and the little glass bowl ball. Yeah, yeah, like a little fish bowl. Yeah. 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 And there she was, smiling and waving and laughing at me, (sighs) like, hi, daddy, hi, daddy. And I'm like, oh, I mean, the whole episode probably lasted, I, I'm just guessing now, maybe two or three minutes. Sure. But it, it, mm. uh, well, a it lot longer. Like forever. Oh, Eternity. Uh, forever. Because she had never climbed up that high before. So but, if Laura didn't know that she was lost, was she actually lost? 
that's a great, great question. Right. That's a great question. Now, she knew exactly where she yeah, was. She knew where she right, was. Exactly. And she was having fun. Someone <laughs> on the other end? Right. You know, uh, it's like my keys probably are having fun while they're somewhere, and <laughs> I can't find them either. That other sock's having a great time oh, out there somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, when you was wow. lost, and so thankful, yeah. and uh, that, yeah, it didn't, the point there was it wasn't lost for a very long time, hmm. but it was very meaningful mm. and valuable. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's not much that needs to be fixed that my husband, Scott, can't figure out how to do. And so when we moved into our house, the basement was completely unfinished, but it had great potential. So he decided he would finish off that area, you know, and it meant, you know, doing some special stuff on the walls and framing in and putting up drywall and hanging the ceiling. And, you know, he got to work doing all these things. And then one day after doing the work, he was like, I don't know where my wedding band is. Uh-oh. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I don't I don't know either. You know, I haven't seen it around. Did you leave it on here? Did you leave it there? No, no, no. Can't find it. Can't find it. Can't find it. And I thought, well, it, you just got to chalk it up. This is something that just is gone. We looked for it. Oh. Can't find it. Just go get another one, you know? And so you don't like to spend money on something that you already had, but you just do it, you know? So we went to the jeweler got another wedding ring and uh, everything was fine. And then we used that finished off family room for years, all kinds of things, homeschooling and playing and sewing and watching movies and doing puzzles. And then my kids grew up and it was time to say goodbye to the toy box. So I began going through things, some things you toss, some things you donate, some things you give away, some things you sell. And then at the very bottom, no, no. there was a wedding band. <laughs> and it had just fallen off of his hand while he was doing some work, maybe got wrapped up in some toys or fell right into the toy box. I don't know, but it was years and years and years later. And so he, <laughs> he found it. And now he has Two of them. And so I do, I do, till yes. actual, real, yes. better believe it, death, do we part. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, but. That could have been a lot more expensive, though. I mean, if you decided to get another ring and go, hey, Scott, let's have a whole other ceremony. Let's invite people. <laughs> and let's get another. Well, it could have been. Yeah, could have gone <laughs> you could have gone for that. Uh-huh. JK found it. <laughs> <laughs> the one for me that was, like, gone for the longest amount of time, it's not a long story. It was just so bizarre. I lost my key to my dorm room. And uh, my last year of college, I lived with my wife in town, not in the dorm anymore because we're married. And then when we move out after graduation, I found my dorm room key in my freezer. <laughs> so Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, it was there for like two years, I guess. I have no clue. Some kind of David Blaine sort of illusionism as must have how that got there in my freezer. But uh, other than that, the this wasn't the longest time I had gone before finding something. But to me, it felt like the most unlikely when I lost... My special Bible. It's a waterproof Bible. It was like for backpacking and stuff. I had this waterproof Bible. Uh, My brother and I were coming back home from a ministry event. And as we were driving, I realized it hit me. Oh, no. I put my Bible on top of our car. And we had already gotten off on the ramp, you know, going between two towns. And it's like, you know, it's a highway area. I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, it's gone. But let's turn around just in case, just because, let's see, on the slightest hope of a chance, maybe. So we turned around, and there we found, on the side of the highway, could that be what that is, flapping in the wind? We pulled over, got out, there's my Bible, waterproof Bible with those tough 
kind of rubbery pages. Yeah, they had some tire marks on them, literally. But because this was a unique Bible, it made it through it. And yeah, I, I, I carried that along with me, found that to be the most unlikely thing to find after it was lost. I don't think it's the most unlikely. What about if you had found that frozen dorm key with it, too? <laughs> that, would have, that would have been really Wait, unlikely. How did this happen? And then uh, Teresa's wedding, the wedding band, Scott's wedding band. Right. And standing by that, the side of the road is Laura. Laura holding these things. Here they are for you. I I had them all along. That would have been the weirdest. That would have been the strange. And what a great movie that would have been. Uh, It wasn't. But, you know, not giving up on uh, losing something. Right. Uh, Exactly. How about is it someone you've been praying for for a long time? That's the thing. It could seem so unlikely. It could be a child, an adult child. It could be a friend, a long lost friend. Do you think, well, they went off the deep end. I guess that's it for them. But time and time again, like don't give up praying. Those faithful prayers, those long-term prayers, maybe they're grandma prayers that she's been saying for years for somebody. And then you see they come back to the Lord after it's been so long that it seemed like they were never going to come back around again. I've heard those stories. I've seen those things happen. If there's somebody you know who they are lost, don't give up. Keep praying because the one who knows where they are, he can find them. They're morning people because they love mornings and people. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Such a romantic thing for my wife to tell me uh, recently. Uh, She said, you know what? You don't twitch as much in your sleep as you used to. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me you've been married for a hot minute without telling me you've been married for a hot minute. (laughs) And I I, I said, like, that's good, I guess. Thank you. I'm not sure what to say to that. Thank yeah, well, you. Yeah, what's the reply? Thank you, perhaps. But have you ever, come on, you've all been there in the middle of a dream, uh, and all of a sudden you twitch. And hey. do some, yeah, yeah. We are a lot like, human beings are a lot like octopuses in that Wait, way. They what? did studies in octopuses. Octopi. Yeah, them too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or octocake, I guess. <laughs> octopi, octocake. Whatever happened. Anyway, my point they is. They twitch in their sleep? They do. And this oh. is so bizarre. This morning oh. I woke up and I said, did that really happen? And I looked in the mirror. Maybe I don't know if you guys can see this. And I, I have a little cut right on the right on oh, my. Did forehead. you hurt yourself? I oh, twitched. I, I must have. Noticed. It was like I twitched. You and flailed. I flailed. <laughs> and I, I, flail. I, my, my, my. I guess I need to cut my fingernails more. But I uh-huh. put a little cut in my forehead because oh. I flailed. Can you imagine oh, if I was an octopus Steve. and that happened? I'd be slicing my head. <laughs> you know, the octopus <laughs> ate up all over the place. Ouch. <laughs> We hope the rest of your day is just as much fun as this. You're listening to Rise Up on Family Life. Ooh, it's hot, but let's put a positive spin on that in just five words or less. Mm-hmm. Andrew and Houghton says, pool time all day, every day. I like that. Day. D is in Western New York. She says, thank God for air conditioning. Yes. And then Brett in Shippenville says, feel the heat still alive. And he follows it up by saying, we're, we're going eternally. There is no excessive heat. Ooh, that's good, right? <laughs> My name is Gary, and I live in Campbell. Well, hello, Gary in Campbell. How are you today? I'm fabulous. It is hot. You know that, right? It's hot. Ah, I love it. All right. Well, it's Positive Thought Thursday. Tell us something good, something positive about the hot weather in five words or fewer. I don't shovel snow. <laughs> like yeah. Anyway, give it to us one more time. I don't shovel snow. Yay! yay. You get we, to add a yay on yeah, the end we added because the you only word. get four words. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> but you, we said or less, but we just right, like saying yay. We'll never waste a yay. Yeah, right. Yay is always good on Positive Thought Thursday. 
At least it's not snowing. I notice a theme here. Mm. I notice a theme. We just got about 10 texts and they all say, don't have to shovel it. At least it's not snow. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Kathy and I live in Venice Center. Okay, yeah, five words or less. Mm -hmm. Positive Thought Thursday, the heat. I'm so warm, I'm glistening. (laughs) Yes, you are. I love it. It's Steve, Therese, and Tim, helping you to rise up on family life, a friend you can turn to. I have some friends who, like, say, well, I'm not going to eat this. And I'm like, why? Have you tried it? No. And I'm like, well, we'll try it. You know, and then I, then I see this food that's everywhere I look now. It, oh, I don't know why this food like is trending. Exactly. Yeah. Why? Yeah. And I've never tried it, but I don't. I, Okay. Sorry, I don't. I don't want to be a hypocrite. It's like oh, right. sardines. <laughs> oh, sardines. It's like they're I've never... so cool now. They're on all like the gourmet websites and yeah. People, if people ask me, do you like sardines? I go, no. Have you ever had one? Uh, no, I never have. Never tried. No, and I okay. should like them. Hence, it's, maybe hypocrisy. I like, okay. I like fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean. It, but why don't... Is it the can? Do you not eat fish I, out of a can? No, I have tuna. I mean... Here's where I think the difference is for mm. me between tuna and a sardine. Okay. I open a can of tuna and I, I see tuna. Tuna, yeah. I don't see the entire tuna. Oh, right. oh Like the right. whole fish, right. Okay. <laughs> when I open a can of sardines, I'm like, oh, hello, little fishies. He's, he's looking at you. Yeah. He's staring and then, at you. But then it's like, well, if I were to mash that up and mix it with oh. some mayonnaise or some olive oil oh. and some salt and pepper and put it on a cracker, would it be that different than... No, tuna, you know, because no, and... you'd know what you did. You'd you'd remember what you did to that little fish. <laughs> so don't, don't some people just take like the can and eat the sardines right out of yes, the sun? Yes, do. Like or throw things, them on a piece right. of bread. Right. I mean, it's French culture. They oh, they're all about these wee mm. poissons. Brian Winters, a week on New York. Sardine fan, huh? Yes, sir. All right, what do I do with them? Stuff them with cream cheese. Ooh. Okay. So you Stuff open up the che- sardine and you smear some cream cheese in it and then you just eat it. That's right. When you get your sardines, do you get the ones without the bones? Because I've heard the bones are edible, but I don't know if I could do that. Oh, no. It's all, it's all good. It's all, don't, even, don't even taste We've got it on Ryan's get, word. It's get all ones, good. Get the ones that are hot and spicy. Have you ever hot witnessed someone spicy. like me who say, like, I don't like sardines, and you just say try them, and then they try them and they go, hey, you're right. They're good. Have you ever witnessed that? Yep. Okay, we got to commit here. Now, do you think it's bad form to bring a can of sardines into work and leave them in the work refrigerator opened for several days? (laughs) No. Okay. You got to draw the line somewhere. Sharing the message of hope. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. All right, in this corner, we have Tim Powers, who loves the mess of the s'mores. Oh, and out there in the grass, oh, this, all the sticky. Well, it's all part of the thing. And in yeah. this corner, we have Therese Maine, who, no, no, no. Clean Fingers Maine is what they call me. <laughs> what's, 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 this new, what's this new s'mores thing I don't again? like sticky fingers. I right. love the s'more in a bag or the strolling uh, s'more. You take, like, a little bag of uh, grams or cookies or something, you oh, put in your chips and your marshmallow, and you're ready uh-huh. to go with a fork. Wait, I'm so, trying to jump into the ring here. Here what? It's Carly from Bethany, New York. Okay. Uh, Carly, we're way in here, Carly. What is the good in that, though? It's that. Um, <laughs> you've got toasted marshmallow. Oh. You've got melty chocolate. 
and you've got yeah, Graham or whatever cooking your hands all messy. <laughs> no, like no, that. see, I'm, okay. no, I'm not, I do not put that in the fun box. There's a lot of things that I think are fun. Sticky fingers. Uh, Okay. My kids, I think, went most of their adolescence never having waffles or pancakes or French toast <laughs> because one drop of syrup on the table somehow <laughs> contaminates the entire thing and it's sticky for weeks. And if you've ever been to a diner, oh, you know what I'm talking about. That's true. Yeah, well, I've got, I, I'm old enough now where I've got the grandkids now. So it's well, like, when know. I have grandkids, I think I'll let them bathe in maple syrup. But for my children, no. <laughs> Send them home sticky. May the blessings of the Lord be with you in all that you do today. This is Rise Up on Family Life.